It is very rare that people will associate with Sims and Lefko of this magnitude. They're pretty cool. Oh. Boomer Esaias and Howie Long right, right here in San Francisco for Super Bowl 50. Uh, there's this magic about the Super Bowl, and I think it's kind of been juiced up because it's the gold mm-hmm. edition. Um, as guys that played in the league, the Super Bowl for fans, it's this great thing. What is it like to chase that for you guys? It's, it's like climbing Everest. Really? Uh, every year. I think uh, you, know, you either climb the summit or you, you fall short, and I think the closer you get to it, and if you don't make it, I... It's it's devastating. Uh, it's devastating for the coaches, the players. But if you you make it, it's you're part of history. And Super Bowl Fifty certainly is a big one. You know, listening to Tom Brady this week, he was doing the whole thing at Michigan with Jim Harbaugh yes. and signing and all that stuff, and he was miserable because he wants to be here sure. as much as he loves Michigan. He'd much rather be here yeah. playing in the Super Bowl. But I know as a broadcaster, when CBS has the Super Bowl, which mm. we have this year. Uh, there's so many things that we have to do leading up to the game. And I know Howie's been through this with Fox. When they have the Super Bowl, it's crazy. I mean, it's total madness. And you got people pulling you from every different direction. I mean, you have... But but here's the thing. Chris and I, we talked about it a couple minutes ago. When you're doing the game or you're doing the pregame, you know, pregame five, seven, ten hours, whatever the four four now, whatever it is. Remember, we I, one year we did I think six or seven hours. You guys are nuts. And and, <laughs> and you say to yourself, all these things you have to do leading up to your broadcast that don't have anything to do with your broadcast, but what you're judged by is as a player, as a coach, as a broadcaster, yeah. is what you do on Sunday. Right. Oh. Well, I, I want to know just as a player, like your Super Bowl experience, just. First of all, what was it like as a player your first time at the Super Bowl doing that? And then what was your, you know, welcome to the Super Bowl moment where you're like, holy shit, was it this in the tunnel before the game? Right. Uh, where, you know, what, what point were you like, wow, I'm about to be on something yeah, special? Yeah, it you sounds like it. I know. It's <laughs> like I'm used to hearing the other language Sims? come out of the Sims' mouth. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it always happens. But, you know, for me, it was Super Bowl 23. We lost at the end. But my Super Bowl moment was right before <clears throat> we were getting ready to go on to the practice field and pregame warm-up. And I was like... <laughs> I'm actually playing in the So Super you Bowl. actually look around I mean, and was, take it all in? I was like, this is unbelievable. Yeah. You know, Because once you get on the field, it should be just another game. Sure. But before that, it's not just another game. I don't know about you, Howie, but I was just like, oh, my God. Here's this guy that I don't think anybody thought would ever be in the Super Bowl. Oh, and I got to play in it, and it was just an awesome, awesome Long moment. Island, Maryland guy. Right. Well, kind of like a, you know, like a Boston. Boston yeah. uh, Villanova guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, right. No, I, <laughs> my, my trip was probably a little more improbable than yours. You. You had a, a great college career. We went down to Maryland, I think, three out of the four years. We played Clemson the one year. They were number one or two in the country. Yeah. Got, got waxed down there, but we got beat by Maryland three times down there, too. Uh, I, I would say at the age, I was 23 that season. Right. Uh, we went. We played the Washington Redskins down in Tampa Bay. I, I don't think I really realized just how difficult it was sure. to get there, sure. what it was all about. We took Lyle and I, Lyle Alzado and I took a cab to the game. Got took stuck. A cab yes. to the game. We took a cab every game. What? Right. First trip we now went to LA. Hey, 1982, the team moves to LA. We're practicing in Oakland. I'm living in a hotel room with Lyle. Right. We we go down to LA. Of course, so I'm gotta, gotta gotta go to the game with Lyle yeah. in the morning. We right. take a cab right after the pregame meal. Lyle. Cab drivers from God knows where. He takes. I said, take us to the stadium. We're driving along. We, we're in LA. I don't know yeah. anything about LA. It's our first game down there. We're we're living up in Oakland at the airport Hilton. He takes us to Dodger Stadium. Oh <laughs> my God! Yes, Lyle, and I imagine Lyle, seeing yeah, your Lyle, Lyle, Lyle flipped. 
the, the mood ring went from <laughs> white and bright to you know, dark, yeah. dark, quick. So well, you're fast very forward, fast you forward. show up early to everything. Yes. So fast forward to the Super Bowl. We take a cab every week. That's our routine. You know, Bill Pacal, Lyle Alzado, we take a cab. So we get in the cab. We, we, we're headed to the game. You know, now with the police escorts, they shut down streets, yes. you know, SWAT teams, helicopters, yeah, the whole yes. thing. It's just us in a cab. We're three quarters of a mile from the stadium, stuck. We literally have, Lyle is kicking the car. Wants the cab driver to go up on the curb. (laughs) We literally put our bags on our shoulders and walk through the crowd three quarters of a mile to the stadium. Wow. And walk to the Super Bowl. That's a little pregame warm-up. But at the end of the game, I came to realize, I, I didn't get it. Here's Lyle. He's at the end of his career. He's 34 years old. I'm right. 23. He's been to two teams. This is right. his third team. He's he wants to be a champion. And we're about to, you know, they're about to, the game's about to be won. Yeah. And there's Lyle standing on the sideline. What I saw in him emotionally uh, right. kind of, to me, captured what it was all about. It, it wasn't until then that I realized what it meant. It's fascinating to me because... Being around Chris and talking to you guys, I've learned a lot about the athlete's mind and how you guys can be so Good singularly. It's, yeah. it's a lot. scary Talk place. Wife, it's yeah, a here. scary place. You guys are so focused. Place. Like media comes up and is like, what do you think about next season? You're like, I'm Watch thinking it. about today. Right. Let me just tell you Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Two stories about the Raiders. Okay, okay, These okay. lunatics <laughs> that thought they were football players. First and foremost, we're playing a game against the Raiders in the Coliseum. Lyle Alzado is playing on that team. Before the game, Lyle Alzado comes into our, uh, our locker room. Yeah. Cincinnati bingo locker room he goes where's boomer where's boomer and i'm like oh my god who's this psycho are you right? kidding me? yeah he's in, in our locker, locker room. room i thought he's max montoya was gonna fight i thought they were gonna wow. fight right and i'm like no 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 hold on hold on and lyle comes up and gives me a big bear head goes i love you i love you you're such a great long island guy just like yeah. me yeah we, we had we had the same high school coach Okay. That's what it was. Right. Okay, so I was like, I was floored right then and you there. You went from scared to happy. Right. And then he was screaming yeah. at me on the field the whole day. Now, <laughs> it's the off season. I figure I'm going to go out to L.A., visit my buddy Howie. Sure. Right. So I go to Howie and Diana's beautiful house. Where's it? Huntington Beach, was it, I think? Uh, one of the beaches. One of the beaches. I don't know. He was, he was so bougie uh, back then. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you should see the grotto. He does the usual interviews. Right. Then. So I go into his house. Yeah. Right? And I sit on the couch, and his lovely wife comes over, hands me some iced tea. We're oh, talking about some different things. Sure. Next thing I know, I get attacked by three animals. And they're the long boys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the long boys, I should say. I mean, and they're all over me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, It was his army. I said, Trust where the hell did exhausting. these guys come from? It was it, exhausting. It, I was exhausted. And the bigger they got, you know, I remember the first time. <laughs> it's unbelievable. The first time I went oh. airborne. In the house, and <laughs> Diane was screaming in the background. You know, you play around. The boys play yeah. around with you. They kind of, you know, grab you around the neck. Bruno San Martino stuff. You know, <laughs> a little WWE. And, and the next thing I know, Chris has got me in some kind of a, and I'm airborne. And that, you wow. know, that that moment before the moment of impact yes. it seems like an eternity. <laughs> yes. It's like yes. kind of like you've got just locked up, and yeah. you, you got to hold on to the ball, and you know you're going to hit the ground. And, yeah. There's nothing you could do about it. It was inevitable. Was yeah, so but funny. it's one thing to have Dad go through. It's another oh. thing to have a guest in the house for oh, the first gosh. time. And but well, I don't know, it was Little Howie or Chris or Kyle. I, I don't know who it was, but all I know is I got one on my back, one around. Oh, my and, have we talked about the sitting, game at all? No, no, yeah. no, no I, I, I want, I want laughing at it. I, well, look, well, come on in. <laughs> I want one more like Super Bowl experience before we just get into this yeah. game. I, I want to know, and, and this is, I'm of course, this is to Boomer. Because Boomer is, I'm, of course, a huge fan. I think Boomer is one of the most under quarterbacks ever thank you but how 
long did it take you to get over losing the Super Bowl? Before, Don't mean before, to be a jerk. Before he answers that, yeah. you know, I, I hear a lot of people talk about this team. I know on offense. I don't know a lot about their defense. I think the defense was okay. Was, was okay. Right. Their offense was loaded. Yeah. I couldn't figure out. And I, I, no one studied harder. No one watched film. I watched the TV copy so I could get the audibles. I get anything I could possibly get. It right. was like a diner menu. Right. I, I, I couldn't figure it out. Everyone talks about how great Buffalo was. Buffalo, a team that went to four Super Bowls, didn't win. Right. That was maybe the best team. First no huddle team, guy really this right team here. Was, yeah, the, and right. we talk about Peyton's impact on the game. You and the, that offense you had had a great impact. Well, on it's very nice for you guys cool. to say that. Yeah, yeah now we're done with that. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> now, we're back, nice now we're back to where we're yeah. Now we're back to normal. Right. Don't get used uh, to that. I don't know. I won't. Especially for you. Never. Yeah. Never. Because you used to you stand out there like this. You pull your pants up really high. And you'd be like, you'd be talking to us across the line of scrimmage. Him and Matt Millen. Hey, where do you guys They were so high oh, in his pants. They were up to his oh, belly buttons. ridiculous. And I knew his secret. He was looking at my foot. Because he knew as soon as I lifted my foot, that's when he was coming. Right. So I would go, hut! And like this, he'd be in the backfield. <laughs> what are you doing back here, go man? On, go on four, I'm gone. Right, hey, exactly. Hey, you two stay on task here? I'm trying, days. I'm trying. Jeez. But, you know, Super Bowl 23 was a weird Super Bowl for us mm. because the night before, Stanley Wilson right. was found in a drug-induced haze and our coach made a decision, Sam Weish. You're not playing. You've been suspended wow. three times already because of drug use. You couldn't help yourself. We found you the night before the game. So he made a decision. He didn't have to make this decision. I think many other coaches might have let him play. Right. And he was a very significant part of our offense, short yardage. And we had like four or five third and ones that we couldn't convert and we had to kick One or goals. two plays in that game. That's... One or two plays in that game. I, and I was thinking about this last night. <clears throat> I don't know why I was thinking about you and Super Bowls and the Bengals. One or two plays. That's mm. all it was. One or two. Think about that. Yeah. Huh? See, that's what I mean. Do you still think about I, I, it? I think, it come you up you think about the climb up to Everest. The flag was this close. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they came up. Short. And we were 4-11 and 11 the year before. That was the strike year in 87. So we're, to get to where we were from where yeah. we came from, it's like what Howie has been talking about. It, it's, it's brokenhearted. Every time I think about it and every time this time around <coughs> the year, we, sure. we always talk about it. Montana gets, what, 450 per appearance. I get like five. <laughs> and then I have to sit there with him. Wait, and I wait, listen wait, to wait, 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 wait. But what wait, is that balance wait, between wait, wait, no, 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 the no, no, Let's not let that go. Let's but, not but let that go. got to let that go. Joe Montana has to go out and do those appearances because Boomer is sitting with his partner on radio <laughs> every morning, syndicated around the world. Yeah. Just... Robbing the best. Yes. It ought to be illegal. Yeah, right? yes. That someone that graduated from Maryland. Right. Maryland. They can't even spell bull coalition. Look at it. He's sweating what? over here. He's you know sweating over here. I got a good agent. I don't know about you. <laughs> I'm going to see him tonight at the party. Oh, yeah. Going, no, I got, oh, I got, you know what? You got to go to the party tonight. No, I can't make the party. So no, I'm going to go. Because I have other responsibilities this week called Super Bowl today, the NFL today. I got meetings down wow. in San Jose. Oh. And these guys are bougie up here. You're a big deal. They're throwing the party in San Francisco. I got to go to I got to go to San Jose. All right. I guess the one thing I want to say is what I was getting to before about the mindset it's you guys are always focused on the game, but you both said there was that moment where, holy crap, I'm just a human being and I'm here and this is incredible. Do you still get that feeling when you go to a Super Bowl or I when get you go the to the feeling this every time the national anthem's played. It's really? like Pavlov's dog. I start <laughs> rocking and I start thinking, and then I go, no. <laughs> yeah, right. You realize you can't, yeah. you can't do it anymore. No. But yeah, there's nothing like Super Bowl Sunday, especially when you're doing it on sure. TV. Sure, right. Yeah. All right, we need to just. The, be, the best moment I had at a, at a Super Bowl as a broadcaster, we did. 
the first Super Bowl after 9-11. Right. Like Patriots. The, the, uh, U2, the U2 performance awesome. at halftime right. was as emotional, riveting a performance I've ever seen. Mm. Uh, it was, they put it was all the, the names yes. coming down. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, on a sheet in the background. And it and was an Patriots, emotion. Red, White, yes. Blue win it. Yeah. That's what Brad, you know, Bradshaw is like a savant. He said, how can you go against a team called the Patriots <laughs> On a year like this for our country. <laughs> Deep thoughts. Like Terry Bradshaw. And he yes. was right. All right, get in yeah. your last one because we're taking up. Well, I just want to know what the. I just, like, give me five seconds of what the Super Bowl, what's going to happen in Super Bowl 50, who you like, you know, give me a little breakdown. I don't know if he's allowed to. Yeah. Well, no, I, <clears throat> for me, it's, it's, this is, uh, it's not just about Peyton, it's about Cam Newton, mm. too. Coming of age, but he's pretty big. He is, man, he is huge, said, man. My you, God. You want to send the most intimidating guy off the bus for you guys, it was Munoz or whoever. For them, it's it's Cam Newton. It's the quarterback, <laughs> right? Yeah. But you know, it is defense. Both defenses are fantastic. Yeah. Carolina got a lot of turnovers different, this year. Different defenses. Yeah, and I think uh, Denver's fast. Uh, you know, maybe the most two important people off the field, Mike Shula versus uh, Wade Phillips. Yeah, mm. sure. Right? Because right. they both were very, very impressive. Wade in the Phillips went game. off 30 years of <laughs> DNA coaching in the AFC Championship game and did things he's never done in his career, Can't which I found amazing. I know, no. because you got to be worried about Ron I think you can make a prediction, so we'd like to hear it. I, you know, I we were talking about it earlier. I, I in my head, I've tr- I've tried to make and, and anything can happen. Yeah. You know, you got a special teams play, you got a couple turnovers early on. Carolina has been jumping on people. If yeah. you can survive the first two rounds, yep. you got a shot. You can't turn the football over. You, your interior people, particularly your two defensive tackles, and those outside linebackers, have to play the run. You've mm. got to get the second long before you rush the quarterback. Yeah, exactly. And, and if they can do that. I'm trying to find a way in my head how the Broncos to where are going to get this done. I, I just don't think that Denver can match. I, I, they just seem to be a snowball. Carolina is just a snowball that's going down. Just hope it doesn't yeah. turn into Super Bowl 48 for the Denver yes, offense. Right. That's, that's what we're hoping. Like that, right. Right. Exactly. Right. Opening snap over if only these guys actually liked each other, this would have been entertaining. <laughs> how you should, long, see, you should see and Phil and him together. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Yeah, Coming up next time on Bleacher Report, Chris Sims out of Lefko.